Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Corridor of Uncertainty podcast. Season's greetings from myself, Luke, and Ben. Hello. Season's greetings from me also. Yeah, it is that time of year. It's the run-up to Christmas. How are you feeling, Ben? Just a couple of days until the big day. I am still working at the moment, so I'm ready for a bit of a break, to be honest. I'm getting a bit tired. (laughs) Uh, But yeah ready for you it. Prepared? You done your Christmas shopping? No. No? No, I've still got a few things to buy, but I can't tell you because you never know who it's for. You never know who's listening. That's a good point. It's a great point. So, right, busy few days for you then. I think I've, yeah. I've got to finish off today, so I'm all set. Food. I need to get cheese, actually. We're on cheese duty for Christmas Day. Oh, who are you buying so. cheese for? Well, oh. well when we all go over to my mum's, like everyone's going to have to be in charge of one thing. So we are on cheese duty. Um, cheese duty? So what a duty to be above. It is one of the best duties. Um, it's quite an easy one. Can't really get it wrong. Just get rid oh, of yeah. cheese. So quite happy with that. Oh, fair uh, play, mum. So, yeah. And obviously we did a good job last year because we've got the same job. So can I go on? Yeah. Cannot go on. Yeah, I'm looking forward to Christmas. Only a couple of days off for me, but nonetheless, it's going to be good. I can't wait to just stuff my face. Um, and do bugger all. Yeah, pretty much. Um, but we're going to be talking about 11 or potentially a few more players today that have been doing plenty of work on the football, of football pitch so far this season because it's our team of the season so far. Halfway um, point, basically. Yeah, and there's definitely a few topics that we'll discuss throughout the podcast that might end up being quite controversial. Um, but we'll, you if, on a podcast? Yeah, no. well, if there's any that we like, kind of think right, these are well obvious, then obviously we won't discuss those too much, uh, and we'll get into the meaty stuff. Um, make sure you check out our last podcast. We had a, a good, good chat, didn't we? And although we did, I'm saying my mind's gone completely blank. I can't even remember what we were talking about. We did the tier list. Yes, we did. On the, ah, we yeah, we ranked tier. every family season season so far, which was great. Actually, I really enjoyed it. So make sure you check that out. Mm. Five stars on Spotify, please. Um, and yeah, let's let's just get into it, man. I think it's worth putting out there for me, especially because well, I don't know about you, but I actually haven't done any sort of planning for this. So I'm doing this pretty much off the top of my head. So yeah, I I looked at a few people's. I was kind of scrolling through Twitter and I've seen this popping up and you kind of inspired me, but there's quite a few selections that I'm not particularly pleased with. Um, and in general, it's quite, it's quite samey, but there's definitely a few guys in my team that I think deserve to be there rather than some of the potentially more obvious names that the others might suggest. So I'm thinking what we do is we do two separate teams and at the end we combine into one eleven, or, or we can do that as we go either or so at least if we've picked different formations as i have gone for a four four two, um then that's okay yeah sounds good to me right then in the sticks i think you've got two out there nominees that i think most people are putting in their team which is allison and vicario yeah um I think there's quite the, the there's a few underrated keepers going about. I mean, Martinez is obviously having a decent season for Aston Villa. Um, this same could be said for Neto and a number of keepers lower down 
football league. Um, but I have gone for Allison. He's the big dog. He's keeps Liverpool in games on a, on a regular basis. And although Vicario has been immense, I think Allison is just. I mean, I know the standards so set himself so high, but he's just. I mean, he's the best kick goalkeeper in the world, and that form hasn't really changed. He does have a shaky distribution every now and then, but overall this season, know. he's he's the best for me. Yeah, I've, I've gone for Allison. Surprise, surprise. Um, I thought the other one was definitely Vicario. I don't think any other keeper has got anywhere near that level this season. Maybe you could make a case for Edison, but I think City's form as of late sort of undermines him a bit. So I'd go Allison personally because he does make the biggest difference as a keeper yeah. to any team, I imagine. Yeah, can't disagree with that. Right, then let's go. To now, defense might be my most controversial section. I'm going to start with left back, and I'm thinking this might be the weakest position in world football at the moment. Left back, I don't think, I think you're the, right. The quality of left backs is very, very poor at the moment. I think because I, I, I'm thinking you've got to go for a doggy, but it's not because he's had an unbelievable season. I think. Just there's not there's no real competition there. I think he's he is good, and as his first Premier League season, he's he's great. But in seasons gone by, he'd be well off the top couple. And for him to be the best in the the Premier League, he's got to offer at the moment. That's not a, that's not a good showing because he's had rash games. He's had games where he's been caught out. Um, yeah. So he's been very good, but it's it's not a good sign for the standard of left backs if he's uh, flying. What, flying the flag is that is that an expression? Yeah, considering we also put him in the most overrated eleven as well. Yeah, I think um, it's like you say he can't really get. I, I, I just sort of refuse to put him in, so I went for probably recency bias has affected me, but I've just gone for that Alex Moreno chap from Villa. Um, yeah, I don't hate it. I don't hate it. I think if he had not been injured for a decent portion of the season. Um, he'd be in there, and I think he's he's a good option. So it's not it's not outrageous. Thank you. I think Dinier's but, uh, I mean, before before he came back as well, he, he sort of silenced the haters a little bit. I guess I'm not sure how many haters there are, but I think everyone kind of agreed that he was second choice. Oh, great! Yeah, but no, yeah. I agree. Um, I mean, if we're talking about it, like. The only other person you could maybe make a shout for was probably Estupinian, but he's been out for ages, so no. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so who who are we going to put in our combined one? It's got to be Udogi, really, isn't it? Yeah. All right. I'm, I'm happy to put Moreno in yours as well. So that's it's quite a nice inclusion. Um, right back then, this yes. could get messy. Um, no, I've Messi gone... doesn't play right back. No, he, he doesn't. Um, I've gone for Pedro Porro. Um, oh, this definitely got messy. Because I just think that... Out, I mean, a doggy's getting a lot of plaudits, but I have every time I've watched Tottenham, I've been so impressed with Pedro Porro. And he's just... I just think he's he's a, the most consistent... I mean, this isn't a massive compliment, but I think he's by far the most consistent performer in that Tottenham defence. He's generally not rash. Um in terms of getting himself suspended, which you can't say for the rest of them. Um, yeah. And going forward, he's been pretty good too. Um, so I've just been, I've been really impressed. I don't think fullbacks in general, again, have been that good this season. Um, obviously, I assume you're going to mention someone, but 
the likes of Kyle Walker, like you said, Man City aren't at this. He's kind of like a, I can't remember what the expression is, but like it's his own fault for being so good before that like this season, Man City players are going to struggle to get in these kinds of conversations because of the level that they set themselves. Um, yeah, I agree completely. It was, no, I don't know what I'm saying. Um, I think more than that though, like as much as they've set great standards in the past, City have also just been really poor this season. Yeah. Um, it's just a bit strange that like they still don't seem to have bounced back completely yet, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, usually they go on like a maybe a one or two game like worry, but I think this is probably the worst start to the season they've had in memory of my memory in terms of the Pep Guardiola team. Yeah, having so, said that, Kev's back. Yeah, is he back though? I mean, he is back. He is back, but is he back? That's like, a great question. There's two things. Firstly, I'm not sure he's entirely back. I kind of think that see if included him in the squad, he's close to getting back. I don't think we'll see him play. I think he's been included in the squad so that he can get another medal for his uh, cabinet from a different competition that you know they're not guaranteed to get to next season um, or even like compete in next season. And he kind of deserves it after he was probably one of the main parts of last season's treble. I, so, I think that's probably why he's been included. But I think it's also like calm the City fans down a bit. Tell tell them there's hope on the horizon, um, which they, they don't need him, to be honest. But I still think they'll win the league. But I think everyone just needs to calm down. So they're like, right, he's getting there. Let's just let's worry some teams. Let's get the fans hyped. And we'll sh- start showing off some pictures. I don't think we'll see him play, to be fair. Yeah, I hadn't thought about that, to be fair. Either way, that's it's not a good sign. That's my personal it, opinion. Even even if he's close and he's not, not going to be in the World Cup, Club World Cup, then it's uh, still post-Christmas. It's it's going to be dangerous. And the four-point yeah. gap the other guys have created is is not going to be enough if he can be well, fit. they've come back from worse positions, haven't they? Exactly. <laughs> Um, okay. Yeah, so right back, who have you gone for? I've gone for the player who I just thought deserved man of the match in the game on Sunday. I've gone for Trent Alexander-Arnold. Um, I'm not being biased. I think I think he's really stepped up this season. Uh, he's really taken the captaincy, the vice-captaincy, and just ran with it. I think he has got better defensively. And attackingly, Attacking-wise, he's still solid. You know, he's scored some great goals this season. I think he's a massive part to the team. I really do. So, I think he's got to be in there. I definitely agree that he is a massive part of the team. But I think maybe people have accepted who he is. And, like, last season, everyone was just hating Trent way too much because of how unbelievable he was. Um the season before that but now he's kind of gone into a middle ground and people have kind of accepted that this standard is unbelievable um so yeah yeah, i mean i'm not i'm not outraged by the pick but i've still gone for pedro Porro. but trent can go in the in the main okay cool send it back i've only got three names to discuss really go on 
Oh no, sorry, I've got four names to discuss. Uh, the one who I want in there for my team for certain before I go on to discuss who gets the other spot is Van Dijk. I think I don't think he's back to his best form now I put out there, but I think this is the best form we've seen probably since that season. Um, you know, the one where he got close to winning the Ballon d'Or. But I think he's been probably the best centre-back in the league so far this season. But then I've got three names to discuss for the other spot. Um, well, well, go on. You, you, you discuss your names. Okay, well, have you got Van Dijk or...? No. Okay. God, okay. Um, um, the th- can I, I'll, I'll explain briefly. If Alisson's in goal and having such yeah. a good season, why is he having to make so many saves? Well, because his defenders aren't getting in the way enough. So that's, that's why. That's an irrelevant I'm... point, though. Why is it? Because Van Dijk well, think is not... about it like this. Think about it like this. Manuel Neuer is heralded as the best keeper in the world. In one of her... like one of the best keepers in the world. Yeah. Did he have a yeah. shit defense in front of him? No. Okay. Was Casillas have a shit defense in front of him when he won the the World Cup? No. You know, just because you are an unbelievable goalkeeper doesn't mean your defense is shocking. It just means, I mean, every, if a defense was truly a crazy, crazy, no one would ever let a goal in. But that's not how it works. Yeah, it's not like Allison's having an easy time. Allison is having to be an unbelievable goalkeeper because yeah, yeah. his defense is not stopping enough. I, I, there's no even if if Allison had the best defense in the world. He would still be the best goalkeeper in the world, but he can still be that and save less shots than he's having to. Yeah. Then he's making life too difficult, and I don't think this Van Dyke hype is is necessary. Yes, he's been good, but he's nowhere near back to how good he was, and he's he's not he's not in my team. I don't think he's been one of the best two centre backs this season. Okay. Well, I do. So cool. Um. The other three defenders I want to talk about are Pal Torres, yeah, Joaquin right. Anderson, and Harry Maguire. One of them was mentioned. None of them are in my team. Okay. Which one did you want to talk about? Uh, well, not many. I mean, like Pal Torres, I thought about. I, I considered that. Um, William Saliba is in my team. And I think is the best centre back in the Premier League. Um, and my other centre back is James Tarkovsky. Okay, I don't hate it. I mean, I don't think Saliba's the best centre back in the league. I think if anyone's being honest, it's probably John Stones. But I mean, you know, dude, this season, John Stones is nowhere near it. He hasn't played any games. But I still think at full fitness, he's you know one of the best. I think him or Diaz deserves a good shout for the best centre back in the in the league. You know, I like Saliba. Don't get me wrong, but I don't think he's the best. I think I'd rather have Van Dijk than Saliba. I know you'll just say the opposite, which is fine and discounts the point, which means the argument's a bit null and void. But yeah, I, I think this season Van Dijk's. I think he has played a big team uh, part in the Liverpool team. He just looks a lot more confident than he did last season. He's making more challenges. He is a huge part, and without him, I think we would struggle. So that's why I put him in. I'm not saying I'm, I'm still. I still agree that Van Dijk is probably the the second best 
centre back in the in the league. But after Saliba, after Saliba, yeah. Um, so you'd rather have Saliba than John Stones? Yeah. Ruben I mean, Diaz? for a start, yeah, I, I I like John Stones and Diaz, but first of all, they're hardly ever there, especially this season. Um, Saliba misses quite a few games, though, doesn't he? Well, he missed the second half of last season, but he's been there the majority of this one. And okay, I just no. think he's so, he's just so cool. Um, but he just, he lacks the arrogance of Virgil van Dijk, um, which is a good thing. What arrogance? Well, I agree with Roy. I think it is. No, nah, I think that's a really childish point from Roy Keane. I mean, it, I mean, the I point think... that he made was that he was like, "Oh, yeah, you're making this point. You've only won one title in the last thirty years. Brilliant." But I, I don't get why you've made that point because Liverpool have won a title more recently than Manchester United. It's so, still, still factual, though, isn't it? Well, it is, but it's pointless because Van Dijk wasn't there for the whole thirty. It was he there that all thirty of the seasons? No. I just thought it was a really childish point from Roy Keane. He got a bit rattled, I thought. May well have done. This, I think it's still still valid. I, I think... Um, I don't know. I, I, Van Dyke's great, but I think he I think he ha- he does have overconfidence, in my opinion, um, which may well be in his rights to have, but being one of the best turnbacks in the world for five can I, seasons. Can I just like, say about that, that um, argument with... Roy Keane and Van Dijk. I know it wasn't even an argument. I just, I, I genuinely believe, yeah, why wouldn't Manchester United like play for a point at Anfield? You know, in recent years, they've been smashed 7-0 there by like the worst Liverpool team of all time. Like, who wouldn't go to Anfield and want to come away with any sort of points? Nobody else has this season, have they? So, I don't get why Van Dijk said it, but I just thought he didn't say it in an, an arrogant way. He just said, well, he did say it in an arrogant way, but it, I just well. thought Roy Keane's <laughs> point was just stupid. I thought it was a stupid argument to make. And I think they could have done better by just saying, well, obviously Manchester United would say that any team would. That was That's the point I'm trying to make. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I get both points. Van Dijk can say what he wants at the end of the day. He's rattled a Man United fan, so that may well have been the, the point of what he said in the first place. So, um, But... Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know how we're going to do it up here. But... I'll probably go Power yeah. Torres in my team. So you're going Power Torres and Van Dijk? Yes, please. And Saliba and Tarkovsky. So nice. between us, we've got to pick two of those players. Should we take one each? Yeah, I guess so. I don't really like the. I don't like the back two. Everyone's team's got Saliba and Van Dijk in it that I saw. So I guess we're going for that. It seems a bit basic, but I guess there's a reason for that. There's a reason for that, yeah. So those two are in. So that's the the back four: the doggy, Trent Alexander-Arnold, um, Van Dijk, and Saliba. It's a bit Fine. of a stinky back four, really, isn't it? It is a bit. Um, right, midfield. Well, I've only well, I've gone four four two to be honest. So yeah. I don't know what you've done. Because I think... Well, let's get the strikers out of the way, weirdly. Because I think it's quite obvious. I kind of want to go for a 4-3-3 so that I can get another midfield in. Because I just... 
I'm not sure. But I'm happy to stick okay. four, four, well, okay, you can you can do that then. But I'll, I'll so how you've only got one striker. Yeah. Right then, into the midfield. Have, did, have you gone four four three? Four four three? Four three four three. four four. Yeah, I've gone four three three. Okay. okay. I've gone four four two, so it's slightly different. Um but we'll we'll figure out the these positions combined at the end based on the arguments put forward over the next couple of minutes. Um, and then we'll decide on a formation. We'll start with our central midfielders then. Um, I've obviously only got the two, and I've gone for a man by the name of Douglas Louise and a man who plays for the club that wants to sign him in Declan Rice. I've gone for three people who begin with D. I've Declan, gone for Douglas Louise, Declan, Declan. and Dominic. No. Dominic Shabashlai. He can't be in it. Surely. Uh, he is, I'm afraid. But I think when we do our combined, I'll happily concede to 4-4-2 and we can put the other two in because they got the most popular votes. Yeah. All right. Well, we will... Uh... Oh, yeah. I mean, there's no, no real discussion on those other two. Aston Villa have been unbelievable. And obviously, they've had quite a few players mentioned so far. Um Douglas Louise. McGinn, McGinn's unlucky not to get mentioned yeah, as well. Yeah, he's not far off, to be fair to him. Um, just in general, they've been pretty pretty good. I mean, there's no outstanding names on the wings for Aston Villa, but even like Bailey and, and Diaby have, have come up when needed. But yeah, that midfield yeah. Two of, of Douglas Louise and John McGinn have, like, that's oh my a God. Great midfield and Douglas Louise, Arsenal are after him, but the position Villa are in right now, that's going to be a no, no matter how much cash you throw at me. I would I don't know why they want him though, because they've got Declan Rice. I suppose yeah. he'd just be playing a bit more progressive, maybe. Yeah. Both of them's pretty decent. Yeah. Play. Imagine a midfield free of Rice, Louise and Odegaard. That's pretty lovely. Imagine a midfield of Rice, uh Louise and Sabosli. Yeah, I mean, it's not quite as good, but yeah, it would be all right, I guess. It's better, man. Um, but yeah, okay. Um, wingers then. I, th- I think these, there's like, it's pretty self-explanatory. There's been some good performers, but like Jared Bowen's quite, provided quite a lot, but the Hingman's on and Salah have got to take take these positions, surely. Yeah, I think so. The The one who I think gets closest is Doku. But yeah, maybe he's been carried a bit by one game. So I think you're right. I think maybe it's fair that it's um, Salah and Son. Yeah, for certain. And then the striker. Hmm. Well, I've, so got, I've got one striker. You've only got Holland, I would imagine. And it's yeah. weird because like it feels like he's not really. Having, I know he's injured at the minute, but it feels like he's not really having a good season. But he's clear still at the, the top goal scorer, so you can't really not put him. Uh, that's what I think. I agree completely. I think like he's not at the heights of last season, you know. But was he ever going to be? Maybe he'll still get there. You know, what's to say he doesn't come back and discover that form again and just destroy it? I mean, when again, this is the sort of thing that annoys me, though. This is the sort of thing that annoys me, like. Other players get held to the standards of the form themselves, and then Haaland doesn't. So, right. I mean, I think uh, I don't know. Maybe, I don't know. 
You think when if when De Bruyne gets back though, I think that's a big part of it. Like he's probably not having the service that he would have had last season. When you've got De Bruyne just whipping balls in from wherever on earth he is on the pitch and just picking them up, then yeah, you're gonna get you're gonna get not only more chances but better quality chances as well. So um, I think that might have a big part to do with it. The fact that he's only the top goal scorer by a couple of goals this season rather than streaks ahead like it was last year. Fair enough. Um, and then my second one is close between two. Uh, I think Dominic, I mean, yes. Dominic Solanke could have had a shout. I really think so. Um, although that goal will now get chalked off for the Luton game because that game's been abandoned so he'll have one less. But still, an impressive season from Big Dom. Um, but I think Watkins can't really not go in for me. Yeah, it's got to be Watkins. Which is funny because he also is getting um, ripped apart at the start of the season for not being particularly on it. Yeah. But, I mean, uh, I, yeah. I don't think he's ever going to be at a level that one of the other clubs in that area of the table are going to want him. Um, because he, he does miss a decent wad of chances from time to time. Um, a decent wad of games as well. Yeah, but he's he's banging in the goals. So yes, he's missing a few chances, but he's been unbelievable this season. So fair play to the lad. Uh, and yeah. right now, he's clear as as England's second choice striker, in my opinion. What about like? Um, did you think about anyone like Callum Wilson or Isaac? Mm. No, not this season. Definitely not. I mean, everyone's been injured at some point. And those two have just been a bit... I think Newcastle, in my recency bias as well, have just feel <laughs> like they're a bit off the boil at the moment. Yeah. Um, Fair enough. So, yeah, that's, that's, our, that's our team. What are, we, what are we going for? Are we going for a 4-4-2 overall then? Yeah, go 4-4-2 because I think we get a mix of uh, both of our teams there. Yeah, that's fine. So, the front... front f- Six is the same. We haven't done a manager. Manager for me. For me, oh, it's got to be Unai, no. surely. Oh yeah, it does have to be. I was going to say Ange, but it does probably have to be Unai. There's not really a, an argument to say that he isn't him. So yeah, fair play. Yeah. Is it? Lack of Tottenham players in that team. I've got two. Yeah, you want to deserve it. No, we've got three. I've got we've got three. What are you on about? I've got three. You've got three. I've got one. You got two. You got your doggy and son. Oh no, you've only got one. I mean, you didn't put a doggy in, did you? No. Well, that he just fits. he didn't deserve to be in there. Just fits your agenda of hating Tottenham, doesn't it? And everything about the club. Which is I don't hate everything about them. I just hate how um how good overrated they are. They are. Yeah, we've agreed to disagree. But yeah. So this might have been a bit of a quick Christmas podcast. Um, we have had our technical difficulties, but we've we've oh, made yeah. it. We have completed the team, mm. um, and I, I'm looking forward. We'll try and we'll try and record a podcast in the in the gap between Christmas and New Year. But if not, we will be back bigger and better than ever in the New Year. Yeah, definitely. We're. Um... We're constantly listening for ideas. I've been sent quite a few, so we need to get on them soon. Yeah, we've got we've got world was it, is it Euros? Well, well, yeah. kind of like, 
we've got international ideas, but I just want to save that for like a, an international time of year. You know what I mean? So it's a bit yeah. random, like random to choke that out right now. Um, when is our next uh, international break? Not that I'm looking forward to it, but it's quite a while away now. I think it might be like March, but it's it's not oh, good though. Um, but yeah, we'll have that. We've got we'll we'll have all sorts coming out in the new year. Don't you worry about that. Um, but yeah, thanks. If we don't if we don't have another podcast in this year, thanks everybody that's hopped on board over 2023. It's been a good year for the pod. Hit a thousand followers on Twitter. Um, hit a hundred listens on one uh, one of our episodes. Um, so yeah, big numbers for us. Let's go bigger and better next year. Yeah, we're very grateful, aren't we? Yeah, it's a, it's a joy to. I mean, it's it's just good fun to to record the podcast, just because it's just. I mean, it's probably like conversation we'd normally have anyway, just with a bit more structure to it, slightly more, only very slightly more. Um, but it's nice to know that, like this year more than before, that people are actually taking a bit of notice of us, uh, <laughs> may, may, mainly to disagree. But I don't. That's, that's fine by me. So. It's, it's been good. Fine with me as well, mate. Interaction is interaction. Yeah. So, yeah, if anyone has got any ideas, we'll get some guests on again in the new year when it has been a, been a bit of an unorganised end to the year, as, as the podcast is concerned. But in the new year, um, when we'll kind we'll of back, on it. back up and running and, and my desk is available and the computer is fixed and the house is livable um, and the jobs have calmed down, then we will start organising guests, getting guests on and having a bit more structure to when and how often we record, you know what I mean? We will be back with full force, is what I'm hearing. Yeah, exactly that. So, Merry Christmas, everyone. I, I was munching on the uh, heroes midway through the podcast during the technical difficulties. Is that uh, out of the three? Out of the tubs? Uh, out of the tubs? What is your favourite tub? What, so Roses, Quality Streets and Heroes? Oh, I forgot. Oh, there's four, isn't there? And celebrations. Oh, I think the. I think roses are quite, honestly, the worst. Which are, I don't know. Quality streets. Those. I think those two nah. are the worst. Quality street and roses are the worst. Yeah, definitely. And then well, between heroes and I celebrations, I'd probably jump on to the heroes. To be fair, yeah. I think yeah, heroes are the goats. The thing about Quality Street and Celebration uh, and um, Roses, though, is they've got like the strawberry cream and the orange cream, which is just like a, it feels a bit more Christmassy because they're not just what you're having every yeah. day. So I do like those. Um, yeah, but I'm not a fan of that. I'm not a fan of either of those, so I don't really care. Oh, love, they're my favourites in them. Ah, fair enough. Um, but I still, Heroes, Heroes of the Goats, I think. Yep. Fair play. Um, there we go. Merry Christmas, everybody. Enjoy your Christmas and we will see you again soon. Goodbye. Bye.